Welcome to the Tash Show Podcast. Got to get in touch with the radio station in Guelph, and I think they're willing to make a bet here. So we're looking for uh, Mike, Alex, and Larry at CJOY. 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 Let's call them. Sounds lovely. CJOY, hello. Hi, we're looking for Mike Devine. Mike Devine and Alex right here. Mike, how are you? Uh, we're doing very good, and how are you, sir? Good. It's Taz Jim and Devin Peacock in London, Ontario. A boo. <laughs> wow. <laughs> we hear that uh, you guys have been talking a little bit of smack on Seajoy about our London Knights. Well, you know what? When you got a season series uh, four one and one and leaning towards the storm, I think we're entitled to a little smack talk. <laughs> <laughs> that was Alex, by the way. Yeah. Oh, hey, Mike, come on, back up your boy there. What he said. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you guys uh, thinking maybe we should put a little wager on this thing? Yes, I, I couldn't agree more, sir. Well, I, this excites me because we tried to make a bet with uh, with Windsor. We had Windsor in the first round, and none of the radio stations had the courage to stand behind their team. They're like, oh, we're going to lose. No way. I wonder why they would do that. Eh? <laughs> Can't see it. You guys had a pretty easy first round, too, right? Hey, never call it easy when it's a team like the Rangers, though. They're They're just down the street. They like to give us a run for our money, unfortunately. Oh, yeah. Yeah, where is Guelph? It's just down Highway 7. Uh, <laughs> right the Kitchener. Isn't that cute? It's nice. It's cute you guys have your own radio station. We had no idea. <laughs> oh, got fired. Is it 50% of your uh, population people who couldn't get into Western? <laughs> <laughs> Guelph. It sounds like the noise you'd make if you puked, farted, and burped all at the same time. Guelph. Guelph. Oh, that's nasty. <laughs> that one for the Anapia. <laughs> so you want to do a little wager, my friend? Yeah, absolutely. Give you guys something to live for because you know that you know they what they say about Guelph. It's a town full of people who can't afford to live in Toronto. Is that Capone? Nobody wants to live in Guelph. Okay, so our wager is going to have to make you a little, uh, you know, be in pain a little bit here. We're going to make you play a song. Yeah, you want to do this song thing? Let's 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 add on to it here. So, the winner gets to play a song on the losers' radio station. Any song that that you guys choose, yes, or that we choose. All right, and you get thirty seconds to say whatever you want leading into the song. Perfect. Okay, we're in. As long as it doesn't put the the radio station's license at risk. That's fair. Well, okay, fair enough. We all want to work still. <laughs> yeah. We all want to have jobs despite hockey afterwards. Gigs are good. Now, have you guys chosen? Have you thought about this? Have you chosen a song? Oh, sure we have. For, for you guys, uh, when you lose, you're going to have to play um, um, Born to Lose from Ray Charles, and you got to do it in its entirety, too. The whole song. How long is that one? Uh, it's Ray Charles, so probably two minutes. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> We'll leave it easy, I guess. <laughs> so, what do you guys usually play there? You're, you're like Gino Vanelli and Brian Adams and stuff like that? 
Uh, well, yeah, 70s, 80s, 90s, it's a boom thing. It is, is the song Night Train by Guns N' Roses on your regular playlist? I don't think so. No, it is not. <laughs> well, I think it would really stand out when the London Knights beat the Guelph Storm. So we're going to go Night Train by GNR. You got it. You are on when you play Ray Charles. <laughs> All right. It, it, listen, Ray Charles... Uh, People will notice if FM 96 suddenly drops a jam from Ray Charles. Oh, it was intentional. I have to notice when those puke-colored green jerseys are swept off the ice. Oh, uh, yeah, they do look like someone puked on them. Goo elf. Oh, that's nice. All right, Mike and Alex, uh, I, I'm glad you guys believe in your team enough to step up to the plate here and make a bet. Uh, the guys in in Guelph at Seajoy, you're uh, a lot more courageous than those punks down in Windsor. Appreciate it. Yeah, go Storm Go. Okay, looking forward to Friday night. Yeah, game one, here we go. Let's talk about everyone's favorite American guy, Donald Trump, in the news yesterday. And I, I think it was a little unfair that uh, the media jumped all over him just because he <laughs> misspoke. But he did do it a number of times. <laughs> and it was pretty funny, especially given the word that he was having trouble with. He was trying to say origin instead he said this. I hope they now go and take a look at the oranges, or the oranges of the uh, uh, investigation, the beginnings of that investigation. Yeah, you know, the beginnings, the oranges. <laughs> you know, all those Russian oranges. <laughs> you know, I'm sick and tired of all these uh, superhero movies that are just retellings of the same oranges story. <laughs> Like, we know where they came from. We don't need to see their orange over and over again. We've read the comic books. We know their oranges. <laughs> uh, uh, like a spelling bee. Hey, Taz, uh, your word is extraterrestrial. Hmm. Extraterrestrial. What is the orange of that word? Pardon? <laughs> <laughs> Please use it in a sentence. <laughs> And the, of course, the irony is lost on nobody that he is known as the orange president, right? Yeah. I wonder if it was one of those things <laughs> where he goes up man. to the podium and he's like, don't say oranges, don't say oranges, don't say oranges, then just has to say it because it's in his head. Who started it? That's the only thing that's disappointing to me about the Mueller report. The Mueller report, I wish, covered the oranges, how it started. <laughs> We need, we need to find out the Oregons of this story. The Oregons of it all. <laughs> the Oregonos <laughs> of uh, how the Mueller report came to be. All we need to know is where's the organism of the story? <laughs> the orange, the order, the uh, abity, abity, abity <laughs> beginning of the investigation. It happens, man. Like, I, there's words I have trouble saying, and it is one of those things. Like, once you get it in your mind that you can't say that word, it makes it even worse. You know, Jim, there's one, there's one state down in the U.S. I, I cannot yeah. say for the life of me. Every time, Massachusetts, <laughs> Massachusetts, Massachusetts. I can't do it. You got? Do you have one of those words? Uh, oh, I've, I have several. I'm a terrible speaker, but I anytime I try to say. Saturday night. There you go. Quickly, I got it there, but I'm always like Saturday night. 
Saturday, Saturday, or yesterday night. The STs back to back. Saturday, Saturday, Canada Day. Canada Day is another. I always add in an extra syllable. Canada Day. We're not saying completely different words, right? I hope they now go and take a look at the oranges, the oranges of the investigation, the beginnings of that investigation. Jim, we've been busy this week. I, I forgot, completely forgot that you tweeted out something that happened to your buddy on the weekend. Sounds like a pretty crazy story. Can you start from the beginning here? Yeah. My buddy and his girlfriend were hanging out on Friday night. They decided to order some food, so they uh, called up Skip the Dishes. Okay. And a little they, Netflix and chill or something? Net, Netflix and chill. Little skip the D after. <laughs> you don't skip the D when you're Netflix and you chill. I, I, know. I, I wasn't going to go okay. there, but yeah. Back to the story, though. So they're hungry. They call up Skip the Dishes. If you don't know what that is, it's a service where basically a cab driver will go to a, a restaurant, pick up food there, and then drop it off, like a food delivery service. Yeah, so you pick the restaurant, and yep. they'll go get food for you, and... You, you pay for them to deliver it. So the driver pulls up to my buddy's place, which is in uh, the White Oaks area, I believe. He lives on Dearborn, okay. which is a long street down there. Um, so the driver uh, pulls the car to the side of the road, uh, leaves the car running, uh, gets out with his bags, goes up to the door. My buddy Johnny answers the door, and that's when the skip the dishes driver goes, Hey, hey! And like turns back around, drops the food on the front porch of my buddy's place, and runs back to his car because there's a guy getting in it stealing his car. So he did he steal it? So the so the driver goes to the driver's side door as the guy's getting in there, tries to grab him. The thief closes the door on him. The driver runs around to the front of the car no to try way. to wave his arm so it can't get away. The car peels off, almost hits the driver, and takes off into the night. So a guy stole the skip the dishes driver's yeah. car. Yeah. So the dr- he got away. So, so my buddy Johnny's like, don't go in front of the, holy cow, like when the guy's in front of the car. So he thought he was about to watch a guy get run over. Luckily, the driver was not injured, but um, he had to come into my buddy's place and he was on his phone texting his family and stuff like that, uh, obviously calling the cops. So he had to stay at my buddy's place for like an hour. <laughs> so I, I found out when my buddy said to Snapchat and it was just some sad guy sitting on the couch like, look, he's like, oh, my Uber Eats driver, skip the dishes driver, just got his car stolen <laughs> so i called him and i had to get the story from him but yeah then the police had to show up my buddy ended up dro- dropping this guy back off at his house but it's it's sad this guy moved to canada two years ago so you know he doesn't have a lot of money uh-huh. uh this is like a works s- hard to pay for this, this car is a part-time job that he yeah. you know this is does his livelihood yeah. that just drove away from from Johnny's house. So I have a couple theories. So maybe there's just some skid walking up and down the street who saw an opportunity and took it. Like, that. that's what I thought first. But I wonder if there's people... Because you have a Skip the Dishes sticker in your car in the back window a lot of the times. I wonder if people are now... Following the Skip following the Dishes. Following the Skip the Dishes car. Because yeah, that happens know. anytime I, I get pizza or Swiss Chalet or they anything. They leave the car running all the time. They always leave it running. Yeah. Especially in the winter or mm-hmm. like spring, winter, you know. Um... So I wonder if people are kind of casing these cars in well, restaurant just, parking lots. You just gave them a great idea if they weren't <laughs> doing it, Jim. So did your buddy uh, tip the driver? Or was nah. He didn't, nah. Did food, he, was, food was spilt on the ground, so he didn't even want to eat it, so take it back. <laughs> did he get charged? What do you mean? Did he get charged for the food? <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure. He had to pay for the food still? Well, I don't know. I'm sure it was still edible. 
I didn't really get that part of the story. Did he offer him any of the food? <laughs> hey, buddy, would a French fry cheer you up? I know your car just got stolen, but mm, these are good. You have this bun from my quarter chicken. <laughs> oh, talk, about, talk about going for convenience. It serves Johnny right. He, he, he's too lazy to drive to the restaurant himself and pick up the food. And he ends up having a stranger on his couch for an hour afterwards. <laughs> Has to drive the guy home. Would have been way easier just to go get the food. Hindsight, you know. Yeah, it's 2020. Did the cops find the car? Not that I've heard. I mean, I don't think John swapped info with this guy to keep tabs with them. But <laughs> they're, not, they're not Facebook friends now? No, no. <laughs> Hopefully. How would you? You know, that, that car's gone, you know. But, you know, I did, I did tweet out. I'll retweet my tweet that I originally sent on Friday. It has the description of the car with the last three numbers on the license plate. So maybe there's a miracle. Maybe you you'll, see it. you'll recognize it. I don't know. And look for that Skip the Dishes sticker in the window. Let's check in. With the FM 96 Small Town Tournament of 64. We are in round two here. And let's tell you about yesterday's winners before we get to today's matchups. Exeter. Wow, this is a barn burner. Which is something that might actually happen in Exeter. Exeter won with 51% of the vote over Lucan. Mm. Hockeyville, see you later. Peace out. I hope you enjoy that new scoreboard in your arena because you're not being named greatest small town in the FM 96 listening area this year. Embro won with 62% over Beachville. Port Stanley dominated Rodney and Mount Bridges. Won with 62% of the vote over Poplar Hill. I guess it's not that popular after all. Mm -hmm. Jim, today we've got Otterville taking on Interkip. Tell us more. Otterville? Why Botterville, they say. But I say you got to take a trip to Otterville, home of Otterville Custom Golf Carts. Perfect for a trailer park, perfect for a marina, or perfect for people with DUIs who are tired of driving their lawnmowers to the Otterville Variety Store. <laughs> They're taking on Interkip this morning. When you're tired of those progressive liberal hipsters in Woodstock. It's time to move to Interkip. Are you looking for some hose in Interkip? What? Just check out Interkip Fire Hall. They spray hose into area codes. And if you thought I was saying something different there, that makes you a sinner, Kip, and you need to visit Interkip's Presbyterian Church on the main drag. <laughs> oh, this is a good one. St. Mary's, the reigning champion, taking on Elderton today. Yes, Taz, St. Mary's is the reigning champ. We visited them last year and took in all the great things to do in St. Mary's, like go to the quarry and blow up some TNT there. And let me tell you, it was a blast. Also, you've got to check out the Canadian Baseball Hall of Fame when you visit St. Mary's, where you can learn all about the biggest names in Canadian baseball, like Mickey Milkbag, Donnie Chesterfield, and Johnny Metric System Maloney. They're taking on Ilderton this morning. Does Ilderton have the Skildertons to pay the Buildertons? Only time will tell. You can go visit Walker's Hall Lifestyle Center. They call it Walker's Hall because that's the mode of transportation 90% of the patrons use to get there. You can also go on a crazy trip on Ilderton bus tours where you can sign up now for the, quote, mystery tour. Ooh. Ooh. Spoiler alert. They put you in a blindfold. 
They drive around Park Hill for three hours, then take you to St. Mary's Quarry and tell you it's Niagara on the Lake. <laughs> and Belmont is back taking on Dutton Jim Kelly. That's right, Taz. Belmont, Ontario. Yes, it used to be home to the Borden ice cream plant in Belmont. Now people are mostly just bored in Belmont. <laughs> Belmont is not named after the cigarettes, okay? But the people of Belmont are kind of like cigarettes. They're a little smelly and no longer allowed in most bars. They're taking on <laughs> Dutton this morning, the hardest Dutton to Dutton. You ever think to yourself, hey, I need a haircut, but I don't know what time it is. Well, then head on down to Paul's Barber and Clock Repair in Dutton, which is a real place, Paul's Barber Shop and Clock Repair. And they say if you're hungry, you can even eat some clocks there too, but it is time consuming. <laughs> uh, everyone's late for their barber appointments. <laughs> I didn't know. I'm here to buy a clock as well. We've got Delaware versus Petrolia, Jim. That's right, Taz. Delaware, Ontario, of course, home of the Delaware Speedway. But have you heard of the Delaware Sawmill before? I haven't. It's on Longwoods Road. Well, that's what the road used to be called. But since the sawmill moved in, it's now Shorterwoods Road. <laughs> and you got to get some deli meats over at BJ's Country Market. Well, they even give you a special local Tupperware to keep your deli meats in. They call it Deliware. Oh, that was a stretch. Take it on Petrolia this morning. <laughs> Petrolia, Ontario. If you didn't like that pun, you're not going to like this one either, Taz. Home of Heidi's Independent Grocer. Okay. The highest rate of shoplifting in Ontario happens at Heidi's Independent Grocer. That's why they call it Heidi's Independent Grocer, because people are there like, hey, hide these Pringles in your tough ducks. Petrolia is also known. <laughs> You're right. You're right. I didn't like that one either. Taz is the third time I've had to talk about Petrolia, and it gets harder and harder every round. That was very good, Jim. You're doing great. Petrolia is also known as Canada's Victorian oil uh, town. Oil town. Because, yeah, there was a big oil boom back in the day in the early 1800s there. That's also why when you drive into Petrolia, the sign says, Petrolia, we've got gas. Is one of those towns the greatest small town in the FM 96 listening area worthy of a live Taz show broadcast? If you think so, head over and vote now. Voting open till 7 p.m. tonight. Tell your friends and neighbors to go to FM96.com. These new distracted driving fines are no joke, man. No. <laughs> a friend was telling me about one of his coworkers yesterday. Okay. Who got, uh, who lost their license. Their license has been suspended for a month. And they got pulled over last week with their cell phone in their hand. And the cop tried to be nice. Cop said, you know what? I see you've already got a distracted driving uh, ticket on here. If I give you this ticket, you'll lose your license for a month. And the person was like, okay, thank you. I appreciate it. I won't do it again. About four hours later, they got pulled over again by the same cop. That is ridiculous. Cop comes up to the window and says, you're not very bright, are you? Oh, License suspended for a month. I don't feel bad for them. They got off the hook. Like, that's so rare. You had the opportunity to... Put your phone down, man. Yeah. 
What text message could be that important? Uh, it's like in the same day, I get it. You know, you you know, a cop lets you off if you don't have your license sticker updated. You know, you think you can get away with it for a little longer. But if you have, you got off a distracted driving ticket, which is so rare now, right. and you get right back into it. Well, it's obviously they need to have these these deterrents, these stiff penalties and fines because the guy now everyone knows it's a guy the guy didn't get the the message yeah you will lose your license if you get one more of these tickets okay thanks officer click 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 yeah and i totally agree with the uh with the cell phone one totally agree i know it's super distracting but now they're they're doing the thing where they might charge you if you're eating that's the big debate i eat and drive all the time too i like fast food always but hot coffee, I guess that could be considered dangerous. You spill a little of that on your on your lap while you're driving. How many people are drinking a coffee right now listening to the Taz show? It would never be driving illegal their cars. to drink coffee because then it would be it's the like, Tim Hortons lobby would go to town. <laughs> right. It's a, one of our national pastimes is drinking coffee while driving. Yeah, but then it's then it would go down the the road of, well, can you drink water? Cuz that's still you're kind of moving your face up when you drink it. Only straws you can drink out of. I don't know. You're telling me I can have a cup of soup, but I can't have a bowl of soup. <laughs> And then I ate the bowl, which is also distracting. <laughs> yeah, one of those bread bowls. <laughs> <laughs> the chili. Well, don't do it. Distracted driving is not good. Uh, if you're using your phone or if you have a goat on your lap. Uh, <laughs> a what? Uh, and cop in Marlborough, New Hampshire, pulled over a 60-year-old woman on Monday for using her phone while she was driving. And she had a baby goat in her lap. <laughs> She didn't have a driver's license either. Oh, man, the trifecta. The cop did let her off on two of the charges, the distracted driving and the goat, but he did charge her for not having her license and uh, figured that would just be a good way to get her off the road. Yeah, well, what fine's he going to give her for the cell phone? Take away your license? Sure, he doesn't have one. <laughs> it's a bad idea. <laughs> That's the Taz Show podcast. Make sure to subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. And remember, you can tune in on the radio, 95.9 on the uh, dial in the London area. That's FM 96 or FM 96.com.